3: Friendo Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw. The only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson, where we'll be live tonight for our WWE Monday Night Raw recap. Um, but first, today, we've got ourselves a couple of news bits from the weekend. Of course, it was a big all No, it was Double or Nothing weekend, uh, yeah. so that was a lot of fun. The review for that is up right now, yes. uh, but uh given that, that was AEW's typically biggest, second biggest pay-per-view of the year, depending on how you view all out, WWE's biggest pay-per-view of the year might be experiencing a change. Larson, what's going on with WrestleMania?
4: So uh, I know you're a fan of the two-day WrestleMania, yes?
3: Absolutely. I thought it was fantastic. Absolutely.
4: It turns out you're not alone. Uh, Fightful Select. By the way, go subscribe to Fightful Select. You get wrestling news sent to you via email. It's great. Go subscribe. Uh, they're reporting that multiple uh, members of WB staff and talent have spoken and they have been vocal to WB brass about their preference for a two-day WrestleMania, noting that the lack of crowd fatigue is a huge advantage uh, when it comes to having the dual day event. Uh, Fightful also knows that Talents is speculating WWE has yet to announce a firm date for WrestleMania 38 because they're still mulling over the idea of having a mania weekend in 2022. Um, you know, the, the first time mania had to be two days, mania 36, you know, it was empty arena era. It felt like kind of their hand was forced. They didn't want to have a five or six hour show with no fans there. Um, this past mania, course, there was fans there. They still did a, a two day show. And I think it was by all accounts, a pretty rousing success. Um, It's just more palpable when you have two days of three-and-a-half-hour shows. You don't get worn out. There's 100%. We went to Mania last time, India 33, between the the heat, the humidity, the the flashing lights in our face. By, like, hour three, it was getting to be a bit too much. They're packed in there really tight. Um, So, you know, I think it'd be a, a, a great idea. Spread it out. Two days, double the ticket sales for WWE. Um, I think it, it, it's a solid idea.
3: You know, how I feel about that. Dude. Were you you're on board with the two day as well? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, dude. I think there's also so many cool things you can do with two days. Number one, you do allow two matches to legitimately main event WrestleMania every year. And granted, I know everybody will point to, uh, uh, you know, the the Roman Reigns match uh, for now. Anyways, the main event of day two is the main the, event yeah, of day two. Yeah. But I mean. It number one, it opens up a conversation. You can legitimately say, "Hey, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks main evented WrestleMania," and people. I, I don't feel like people think of that as any less of a main event, as opposed to you know in years prior where they will call uh you know the for example there was a couple years I believe when the winner of the Royal Rumble uh had a main event match for like the WWE title, but the Universal title was considered a bigger deal. And that was act. That's the actual match that closed the show, and it it just makes it. Yeah, I think it makes it a bit lesser. I think there's all sorts of reasons why you want to keep it two days. It makes WWE feel bigger to do it that way. I feel, and you can tell just like uh, New Japan did last year, this past year with uh, with Wrestle Kingdom, you can tell a two day story if they choose to. You know, you can do the thing where you have two number one contenders. They exactly yeah the double gold dash where they figure out who's going to take on the 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 champion in night 2. I think yeah. that's it's it there's too many upsides and you would think from a financial standpoint it would be kind of a no-brainer, you yeah. know. Um I'm think, not sure how much sway ticket revenue. I'm not sure how much sway the talent will have over management doing this because talent yes. doesn't have but uh hopefully maybe they'll get in people's ears and maybe management themselves will look at this and be like Two days makes more financial sense than just one day. We yep. dominate the weekend. It, it's mm-hmm. sort of also uh, uh, for other promotions that come into town, granted, it might kind of suck for them. But from WWE standpoint, wouldn't you want to hog as much of the weekend as possible? Uh, you know, I mean, instead of having like a tick, because in previous or like thirty five what was what happened on the saturday before was it just like was it takeover takeover it was takeover yeah um and it'd be friday hall of
4: fame saturday mm-hmm. takeover yeah sunday wrestlemania
3: yeah but uh but having two and then was there a takeover that there was was there a takeover that uh, coincided with wrestlemania this year
4: it was in the middle of the week they did takeover two night that's right yeah, yeah 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 that's right yeah that's right um uh yeah. jorge d here in chat says thing is think about the international fans the international fans will have to either choose a day to attend or spend a lot more money to be there all week So this is anecdotal. When we were in Orlando, we went to a number of shows over the course of the week. And uh, being in crowds, you recognize people in the crowd from show to show. Sure. Some were from the States. Some were from uh, overseas. Mm -hmm. By and large, people travel to WrestleMania. The idea is you get there for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I think that's generally the idea. If you're going to spend the money to travel to WrestleMania, especially over an ocean, mm-hmm. you'll probably, this. you know, again, this is anecdotal. This is just from our own experience. Yeah. You're going to go there. You're going to spend the whole weekend there. And an extra mania ticket, while expensive, I don't know if that's going to be a deal breaker.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think, like, you know, like anything else, you if, if you go to night one, number one, night one was generally considered the bigger success this year, just in terms of, like, the overall value of, of, of the day. And
4: despite so, the despite the elements trying to uh,
3: yeah right yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah exactly, um so yeah I mean there is the possibility if you're like oh well I can only afford one day or I'm only going to do it for one day yes you might miss out on the bigger day one day might be awesome one day might suck but I mean that's just sort mm-hmm. of the risk the inherent risk that that mm-hmm. comes with any event like that um, I think the pros like vastly outweigh the cons I was and, and honestly some of it some of my Orlando experience had a lot to do with seating um had i known that the seating situation was the way it was i would have suggested we go lower bowl instead of the field um yeah. because my experience at 31 was so fantastic yeah it was great that's, yeah that's one of
4: those situations that we didn't know until we did it now we know and you, now live and we do it you, you live and you learn again you live and learn
3: yeah exactly yeah you don't win and lose you win and learn we believe in wins and losses i'm sorry learnings no we don't believe in wins and wins, wins. and we learns, believe in wins and learning. Right, exactly. Wins and learning. So teach us what our next story is, Lars.
4: Sure. So it seems like uh, uh, Inner Circle Pinnacle may have learned a thing or two Ooh. from uh, a Hollywood stuntman Ooh. for the Stadium Stampede match. So during his post-Double or Nothing media scrum, Chris Jericho mentioned that AEW, got some help from a stuntman when putting together. Stadium Stampede, these transcripts are via Fightful. This is what Jericho had to say, quote, uh, I think it was such a success. I think it's like any big movie that come, that makes money. There, that, That's a success. And then you figure out a way to do it again. How are you going to do another one? It's the same question they asked us after the first elimination chamber. There's been 30 of them. So we were able to, like I said, change the tone. We brought in one of the stunt coordinators who works on the John Wick movies to help us with some of the fight scenes to make them a little bit more like an action movie mm. because we think like wrestlers. And he thinks like a cinematic fight scene guy, so putting it together was tremendous. <laughs> he talks about the the repelling, mm-hmm. and the craziest part was actually propelling down that scoreboard, which was pretty scary. But once we took that little leap off the edge, mm-hmm. it was super exhilarating. You'd be hard pressed to find any other five guys in wrestling to do that. Uh, the bit with Spears and Sammy in that room of chairs mm-hmm. that felt like a fight scene. It really did. Yeah the the the, the, the how it was set up. Yeah, the lighting. The choreography, yeah. everything about that segment in particular, felt like a fight scene.
3: Yeah, that was that was very obviously a nod to sort of a John Wick esque fight scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, I I appreciated that for what it was. Um, so yeah, that's uh, a that, that's pretty fun stuff. That's kind of cool. They brought on somebody from from the John Wick movies uh, yeah. to do that. Yeah, there was a, a bunch of information came out about uh, about that. I think uh, Fightful also had a uh yeah. who's Fightful or Alba had a write up about uh, uh the process, how they filmed it I believe on Friday Thursday and, and Friday and I they did was, a pretty yeah. quick turnaround to editing it. Yeah. Um and I thought they did a pretty decent job editing it, you know, considering how much stuff they did. I mean it was a fairly lengthy cinematic match basically that yeah. yeah. uh, they had to put together there and then to coordinate um, that then with the with the live stuff was pretty impressive. Totally.
1: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today, or visit Angie dot com. That's A N G I dot com.
4: Totally, um, we could touch on a couple other things that came out of the media scrum. We yeah. talked about some of it last night during our double nothing recap. Uh, Leo Rush pe- apparently is on a handshake deal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with AEW. Apparently, uh, Tony Khan said he's still free to work. Um, other places, New Japan, MLW for example, um, you know if Leo spends more time in AEW, they want to keep him around, trying to make him exclusive with them, then that might change but until then, it seems like he's kind of free to do what he wants to do.
3: Yeah, Conant said he had wanted to get him a while ago, and I forget mm-hmm. what he said but something prevented it from happening, I forget if it was mm-hmm. a pandemic or, or, or his prior obligations, I forget which one but uh, yeah. but yeah, that's, you know, he's, he's wanted Leo Rush, I mean, Leo Rush is a is a phenomenal talent he, yeah. he really is. Um, and it's nice to see him go from place to place. I know that he had some uh, backstage issues uh, there at WWE. Um, it's nice to see him get to uh, 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 sort of apply his trade in different promotions that allow the freedom inside the ring that, you know, WWE... Uh, I thought he did phenomenal work in the ring in WWE, but to see him work, you know, especially in places like AAA... Is Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. MLW, I've seen a couple of his matches there, tons of fun.
4: Mm -hmm. Um,
3: And then now in AEW, there's any number of of people. Of course, in in New Japan as well, uh, he's had some stuff there. So uh, it is, he's the kind of guy that, you know, if he can go around from promotion to promotion and hook up a bunch of dream matches, I mean, dude, him versus Phoenix, I don't know if they've had a match, you know, up until now in like AAA or something like that. That's a good question. Maybe MLW. But like just off the top of my head, that's mm-hmm. a match that I'd love to see. We got to see Leo him actually. Darby against- would be great. Darby would be great. I mean, we saw a little bit of him in Private Party. And honestly, mm-hmm. it felt like Private Party was trying to keep up with him. Um, and if they could get sort of a couple more reps together, I mean, who knows what kind of creative spots they could come up with. Yep. yep. Uh yeah, he's he's absolutely terrific. There is, of course, Tony Khan uh mentioned that he had asked some people at New Japan. Uh, If he should cut that promo on WWE's Nick Khan. And uh, and they suggested, yeah, it'd be a funny idea to do. Uh, So I like that he he focus grouped that idea. He workshopped
4: that idea. He did workshop that idea. Speaking of New Japan, uh, they announced the first three matches for June 7th at the Minion show. They are as follows. Uh, El Desperado is going to defend the junior heavyweight title against Yo. Uh, We got Kota Ibushi versus Jeff Cobb. They've been embroiled in a bit of a, a physical feud from what I could gather on uh, Twitter via GIFs. And then Shingo Takagi and Kazuchika Okada will clash for the vacant IWGP World Heavyweight Championship.
3: Let's workshop this one, Larson. Who's your early pick for the IWGP title? Now, I read,
4: um, I think it was a Voices of Wrestling thing they had about the, all the stuff going on in New Japan. I think mm-hmm. it was that. Maybe it was something else. It was a while, a little bit ago. That said, the idea was before Osprey vacated the title that he was going to drop it to Okada. Really? Yes. Wow. What are they but doing was, over that, there? Oh, well, I guess you
3: know what. If I'm looking for unpredictability, maybe that's what they're aiming for.
4: That could be. I like mean, me. Mean, it wasn't. It, it was. It was because Osprey was hurt. He was hurt, and they, he, the original the original idea ah, sorry gotcha. the original idea was for him to stick around long enough to drop the belt to Okada. Gotcha. But then the COVID stuff happened. They had to postpone shows, and I guess Osprey just decided to go back to the United Kingdom. And then, they, you know, he vacated a title.
3: The original plan for Wrestle Grand Slam? No. What? What was the original? Because Wrestle know-
4: Grand Slam was going to be it was Okada versus Osprey. Okay. I think if had okay. Osprey not gotten hurt, you know, it wouldn't be a given that he w- would have dropped the belt.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You okay. know, he would have yeah.
4: dropped the belt because he was hurt.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: But things happened. He left and had to vacate. Um, so, I mean, you can't go wrong putting the belt on Okada.
3: No, you can't, yeah.
4: You can't. Yeah. Um, Shingo's been ha- been put on tremendous match after tremendous mm-hmm. match basically since he showed up in New Japan. Um, I think it'd be a pretty ballsy move to put the belt on him, and I think based on the work he's put in, he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I honestly don't know. I'm going to have to pay attention to these road two shows to get it. Uh, I mean, like I feel like Kota Bushi is going to beat Jeff Cobb. I feel like that That might.
3: seems like a given, doesn't it? And I because don't know Cobb about wrecking him. Yeah. Wrecking him. Yeah. 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 I've seen that in gifts. I know you're right. I got, I got to, I got to go watch some, uh, there's a couple more road twos coming up here this week. Um, I got to be paying attention to some of those. Uh, and then, uh, and I, I don't know about, uh, ooh, you said it was show versus Desperado. Yeah. It yo, yep. yo versus Desperado. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know about any of this I'd stuff. I got to start paying attention. With,
4: I'd probably stick with Desperado on that. Probably he would. Just won that yeah, belt not that
3: long. Probably would too. But again, I, I'm the one now, Larson. That has to go out on a limb, perhaps. Depending mm-hmm. on how these other matches shake out, got to do some research. I'm on Road to Ultimo. Got to get trios back. Uh, I just posted on our Instagram at Steven Larson. Uh, you know, we had our party picture up this weekend. That blew up yeah. 1,300 likes. Uh, let's see if we can get fourteen hundred likes for just a picture of me and Big Platinum that I just posted during our intro today. Um, but yeah, I got to send trios off to a, to to the enforcer. It's took some yeah. of my took some of my gold. Um. So yeah. uh. So well, yeah, that'll be fun. Anymore. So we typically we 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 wait until that Monday to do because I think it's on Sunday night. Uh, is Dominion? It'll be Sunday night for us. Yes. For us, um, yeah. it's at two o'clock in the morning. Ooh. For us, 5 o'clock a.m. Eastern time, obviously, um, depending on how I'm feeling. Maybe I'll just hop on here on the going in raw Twitch and uh, and do a watch along. No promises whatsoever. Definitely not doing a recap right afterwards. But, you know, this is only going to be like at most a three show. hour show, yeah, probably closer a to show. Two and a half. Three
4: three three, three and a half. I would think. But yeah. I think, uh... I don't remember how long Sakura Genesis was. I think it was about three hours.
3: It was probably about three hours, but I don't know if, I mean, they might have, you know, restrictions might have changed back to two hours because they were doing road to two-hour shows um, Mm -hmm. before. I think
4: the New Beginning shows were both two hours.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, So, uh, I mean, it was just a couple hours.
4: mm -hmm. Yeah, a week from today. Yeah, a week from last night, yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of doing the recap week from oh, today. Oh, it would
3: be a week from today. It would be our news beef. It would be next week's news yeah. beef is going to be the Dominion the rundown. Thing. Yeah.
4: And we'll do our predictions probably on Friday's uh, news brief.
3: Right, yeah. Monday um, morning. For. So, uh, so yeah, if anybody is, uh, I mean, you know, there might be some friendos over in the U.K. Uh, that are up, or just some night owls. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll, you know, take a nap and get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes it's fun just to do that. And yeah. maybe we'll do a little bit later news beef, like at 1 o'clock or something like as that. As much as I'd like
4: to join you probably this isn't gonna happen
3: (laughs) the realest of us the 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 real I mean our
4: circumstances are different too you have your own office I'm in my bedroom
3: you know that's true yeah that's true yeah if you if you were to wake up at two o'clock in the morning and go out to your living room would you uh would you waken the beasts no no they'd they'd stay okay I
4: just don't have a good good, really good place to like I have to move everything and set it up out there you know
3: oh right Yeah, yeah 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 It'd be just like a little grainy webcam on you. With your tired yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, it'd be miserable. It wouldn't be much fun. Then there's like, Raw later that night. Eh. I'll yeah, get Talk up and about it in the morning. Talk about miserable. Do we have a Raw
4: preview, Larson? We do, uh, of course. We have this match; they uh, promoted last week. Drew McIntyre versus Kofi Kingston, set for high stakes Raw showdown. So the winner gets to face uh, Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship at Hell in a Cell.
3: And let's go to let's do a triple threat here, dude. I don't know. This is it's just going to be Drew beating Kofi straight up to to lead to Hell in a Cell with him and Bobby.
4: I'm hoping Kofi gets the win here. Um, uh, what I thought was going to happen last week was a reverse of what happened the week prior, where Drew costs lashley the match against kofi i thought this is going to happen last week it's probably gonna to happen tonight hey. lashley costs drew the match we get kofi versus lashley at hell in a cell and then drew will get his one-on-one title shot at money in the bank with fans
3: back what if we get gender interfering here because lashley is not allowed to be ringside what if gender's like hey That's true. opportunity for me i'm gonna mess That's with true. drew yeah, I about that I about yeah that. New Boy, that'd to be great business, if it was Kofi. I just feel like they're probably going to go the safe route. Because the, the copy and paste route is what they're into, man. I know. Let's get Kofi in there. That'd be rad. I'd love to see that. Him and Bobby Lashley great. at Hell in a Cell. That'd be sick.
4: That'd be great. Um, uh, uh, the A-lister welcomes Rhea Ripley and Charlotte to Miz TV. So Miz is back.
3: Dude, come not a zombie. on. Can we just not do that? And Rhea Ripley right. and Charlotte, it's going to be so awkward. Rhea's just not in a good place when it comes to their writing her dialogue. Nope. She's in a terrible place. Uh, Shayna Baszler is also going to take out her frustrations in a one-on-one match against Reginald. This might actually be fairly entertaining.
4: Yeah, I think that this will probably be pretty fun. And then AJ Styles and Amos to take on Elias and Jackson Riker in Raw Tag Team Title Match.
3: I don't care about anything Elias does. Like, why does Elias and Jackson Ryker get screen time and, like, Jeff Hardy and Ali don't?
4: Yeah, no, why, why are Ali and Ricochet, you know, why are they stuck on main event having, like, a pretty interesting feud?
3: Why, why do they have a two out of three well, falls match on, on main event? We can get that on Raw. Like, for an entire hour. Could you imagine that? People would blow up. That'd be our I thumbnail. I know. Raw was great because two out of three falls match a brilliant two out of three falls, one hour long match. Right. I know. Instead, we get AJ and Amos probably doing a, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways.
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
3: Anyways, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's answer some questions. we got ourselves a, right. a Twitter thread over there. If you guys are in the Twitch chat and you want in on this question asking action, uh, the best way to do it, I mean, you could highlight a message here, but the best way to do it is probably just drop us a line on the Twitter. Yep. I will oh, yeah. White
4: Brownie says, don't forget Woods versus Orton
3: tonight. Oh, as well. yeah. Woods versus it wasn't on
4: W.com, which is weird. They're, they're not very good about keeping their raw previews updated. Anyways, a uh, question here from Juan Guerrero Jr. Mr. Triple Mania. Uh, what do you think would have happened if the Elite would have stayed in Ring of Honor New Japan? Would Ring of Honor have gotten a primetime TV slot? The Elite's popularity was unquestionable but I don't know if Ring of Honor's parent company or New Japan would have put in the resources to become a major challenger so quickly. Uh, I'd be pessimistic about Ring of Honor's chances of becoming a major player, yep. even with the elite. Uh, New Japan, uh, that's a different story. Nope. I think uh, the potentials there maybe not as quickly as AEW, but they could have started making some inroads.
3: There's no chance they would have gotten a TNT deal the way AEW did. No. I think they might have gotten... Like whatever whatever Spike TV's equivalent is these days, I mean, I guess it's possible they could have gotten on like a lower level TV deal, but I, I do believe that you know, uh, the relationships that the Con family had probably went a long way with getting uh, Turner on board. Um, you know the money they had, the branding they they had in place. Uh, I feel like that was just like the perfect storm for uh for AEW to have that that uh that deal. Um but yeah I don't know. I, I I don't know. I mean I think New Japan they would have they would have had a really interesting had pandemic not happened had AEW not happened. I don't know. I kind of feel like they would have ended up going to WWE to be honest with you. It's
4: entirely possible.
3: You know I just it's I think they possible. did everything they could have done in New Japan.
4: Just about bark bark. Uh Maggie Favorite women's match of all time, any promotion. Maggie says uh hers is last woman standing Becky versus Charlotte. That's a really good match.
3: That's a really good match. Um I mean when Oscar won in that uh wait, is that the one Maggie talked about? What was her question? Best women's oh best women's match of all time. Yeah.
4: This one was at Evolution.
3: Uh oh, oh, yeah. Mine is gonna be uh mine's gonna be that first Bailey Sasha match.
4: Yeah, that's my answer too. That was one
3: man when she flew over the ref
4: that was just cool it's fantastic stuff yeah uh Tim if you could do live reactions at a show in a booth or something like that what show would you want it to be and where it's triple mania oh it's triple mania clearly triple it's mania. triple mania
3: yeah a hundred thousand percent
4: uh, nick with uh live crowds returning in july and w considering that a new era what changes no. would you love to see like new tile designs for both top for both top men and women titles or a complete roster shakeup etc you know like all like they could do a couple of trades to freshen up the rosters but really if they especially on raw if they keep this creative up they're going to get crapped on every every monday night mm-hmm. from the fans yeah attendance is going to be brutal mm-hmm I would focus less on 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 superficial changes like new sets or tile designs and focus on what's really wrong with the show, which is not very good stories.
3: That's that's it, man. I mean, I think SmackDown on a week to week basis has some really cool stuff. Um, Raw just refuses to take any risks. They I mean both I don't know, both both programs kind of refuse to take risks. It's just SmackDown has a really compelling A story, which kind of dominates the show. And like the stuff with Jay Uso and Roman, it's all really good stuff. Yep. Um, so yeah. Uh, it, it it it. The bottom line is, if you shake up the roster, whoever was on SmackDown doing good work is going to end up on Raw, and all of a sudden they're going to be boring because the people behind them, the creative behind them, it's just not going to be that compelling. Uh, so, you know, I wouldn't mind. I I would not mind. I am a sucker for aesthetics because I think it freshens things up. Uh, So a new logo design here and there, a new theme song here and there. I'm totally down for that stuff. I enjoy that stuff. I didn't really like the raw skateboard ramp. So maybe give them a raw gate type situation. That'd be cool. But Mm -hmm. I mean, the bottom line is you're absolutely right. Begins and ends with stories. That's it.
4: Uh, Medicon, as always, listening to y'all as a treasure. Let's turn Drew heel in three weeks after crowds. Week one, give him his due and greet the fans' face style. Week two, gets nasty about him being the one that carried the company. Three, he claymores everyone.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in the crowd, he claymores everyone in the crowd. Yes, so. Wow, line him up. 8,000 people's got a claymore. You get a claymore. Maybe he'll do it record. like
4: a row at a time, you know, like when Roderick strong, who who do you need to knock the other guy the other guy over to? Oh, there you go, yeah. You it's just like claim the one person at the front of the row and they all go falling down like dominoes. Um Yeah, it could be pretty it could be easy to turn Drew heel. He could just do the thing where you know, he gets shot after shot and after shot, keeps failing, gets frustrated, someone else gets a shot, uh, and he's like, No, that should be my shot. He takes it out on this other person who's of course a baby face. Who would that be?
3: uh, Who would it be? Because you have to be careful that because Drew doing something cool all of a sudden like that would just get him a bigger pop. Potentially. So, I mean, Kofi is one answer. If he screws Kofi, if he screws Kofi, people wouldn't like that very much. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope.
4: Uh, Will Combs with Tony Khan doing the impact paid ads, and the occasional Twitter promo like the one on Nick Khan. Do you think Tony Khan will ever appear regularly on AEW television? If so, how soon will he appear? He said he has no desire to do that. I wish
3: he would. That's a, that's a, I wish he would. I really do. I think that he has proven to be a guy who is totally self-aware who wouldn't just be trying to get himself over like Eric Bischoff. Um And he's so memeable. Like, even when he showed up that one time on Dark and was like, nine days, nine days, nine days from now. Like, it was all over the place. Yeah. I think think he's terrific. Um, He's really good. He's a good promo. I mean, I don't think he'd be the kind of guy who would make it all about himself. I think you can be an authority figure and not make it all about yourself. So show up on TV. You've got some reps now. Just do it. Anthony Tobias,
4: do you think Ring of Honor is being left behind with all this Forbidden Door stuff going on?
3: Yes, 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 absolutely. Yes, they are. Yeah, it's you know what it is, dude. It's back when you used to say when when there were when there was talks of oh would Impact ever do this is like years ago uh, talent exchange with New Japan would they ever do that and your point of view is always well, what does New Japan get out of it. It's kind of the same, like to a worse degree, with Ring of Honor because at least back then Impact still had Sammy Callahan, they had Moose, they had mm-hmm. some guys. Mm-hmm. I Ring of Honor. This is meant as no disrespect to the talent that's there because they do have some really. They have Gresham, yep. they've got Brody King, but Brody King is also showing up on New Japan Strong, so it's like mm-hmm. he has a gateway to you know New Japan. Um, they have Bateman over there, but yeah, I mean, I just don't know what they have to offer that the other companies. You know, like they don't really have any big breakthrough names that the other companies could could utilize all that much. Nope. Impact has done a hell of a job staying relevant and being getting in there. Like you know, Callus was re-
4: really yeah rehabilitating their image. Yeah. Uh, Dalen Dula recently, while using a time machine, you accidentally ruined your timeline. Hmm. Uh oh. Yeah. To fix this, you've ter- determined that you'll have to go back to your high school years, relive a week, and replace your principal with a wrestler. Wow. I feel like that's going to mess up the timeline Dude, even more.
3: Who's the, who the principal at Cordova when we were there? It's
4: on the tip of my tongue. Uh, what wrestler do you choose and how do you think you'll fare?
3: Was it uh, Nugent? That sounds familiar. I think that's the last name. Yeah, I don't know. Principals make heck of money, by the way. Um, I got to replace uh, Nugent. A, a Nugent uh, with uh, somebody else. Uh, there's some good answers here. Mark Henry's a really good answer. Sid, I feel like he's going to be like a gym coach. Uh, I'd replace yeah. my council, uh, my principal, with Tony Khan. That's what I would do. I think he's uh, he's got a young mind. He's fresh you know nine days you're on d- detention nine days suspension nine days oh regal regal's a great answer from ryan uh, i'm gonna Cuban. say xavier woods that's a good answer too yeah uh, he L- long L- heavy. L-A night. oh you oh, got detention gosh. oh i caught you smoking at the bleachers
4: nine days uh long have you what do you think is next for the aw women's division who does brit face and where does Sheeta go from here
3: Um, I would say Sheeta could get into a thing with who is a bad guy. Oh, you know what? Oh, um, I was going to suggest Sheeta and Cargill, but Cargill going to say, too. She's a rising star. No, I don't want Sheeta to be all of a sudden eating losses. So I'm going to say, Well,
4: no, she can't be eating losses week after
3: week. But the big loss, she can't lose. She can't lose the next big one. She has to win a couple big ones and then she could lose. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Who? I mean, they got Nyla Rose. They got Cargill. Who? What other prominent bad guys do they have over there in terms of the women's division? They got to stack that women's division a bit higher, man.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's next for Britt? You know, I think a a, a Britt Ty Conti thing could be good. Yeah, That could be fun. Uh, Greg Morris, if it isn't Hangman to beat Kenny, who has the next best chance to dethrone Kenny Omega?
3: If it's if you take Hangman out of it, if it's not Hangman, Christian Cage. Jeez, boy, that'd be terrible. Um, if it's not Hangman, I mean, it's not going to be a face, Brian Cage. Uh, everybody else is like I mean uh, no you don't want to do that Darby Darby Darby's not a terrible answer Darby Darby's a good answer he dropped his intercontinental championship time to move up to the winged eagle
4: Uh, Patrick Sparks B-man who's winning the drippy night wars Mm -hmm. Seth of the Young Bucks
3: oh it's Seth all respect to the Young Bucks I think they're doing a lovely job it's Seth Rollins. I'm a
4: sneaker guy. I'm gonna give the Young Bucks the edge uh, for their shoe game because it's it's top notch. They got a, a, an excellent Stock X budget going right now. Um, it's all stuff that I'd love to have in my collection. Will never happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Never mm-hmm. happen.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: So uh, I'm looking at the feet. For me, the shoes put the Young Bucks over the top.
3: Fair enough, man. I'd I'd rock those suits every single day if I could.
4: If I had a choice between rocking one of the Ses suits or some uh, off-white Jordan 1s, mm-hmm. I'm taking the off-white Jordan 1s every time. Well, there you go. Uh, Panda Police Club. There seem to be a lot of match of the night candidates for double or nothing in your eyes. What actually makes a match of the night? Are there any factors that outweigh everything else? For me, it's story and the connection the crowd has to said story.
3: Yeah, you know, for me, for for me personally, there were two matches that really stood out as, man, this is what I look for in pro wrestling, and that was uh, uh, Britt Baker versus Sheeta, because I thought that the false finishes in that match were so wonderfully done, and they had every single one of those false finishes. I was like, this is it, that's it, like that's a real false finish. It's not like, and I I'll throw this out there because the young bucks are just sort of known for it. Like they're the PWG type false finish where it's like, okay, I don't really know. Like it could be any one of these. It doesn't really matter. But like with that, I was like, man, every single one of those mattered. And then there was just the entertainment element of the sting Darby Allen, Scorpio sky, uh, Ethan page match. You know, there was, it was the gimmick of sting looking amazing at 62 doing shit that we did not see coming. Um, I, I thought it was I thought it was really fantastic. I thought it was absolutely awesome. Uh Sober Chad
4: two parter is lol Cody wins the new gold shuffle. shovel. Second part, comparing accolades does he even come close to stacking up a triple H at all? The second question is no. No, not even close. Um I uh, I don't think we have another golden shovel situation. hmm Not quite yet. Because as critical as we can be of Cody, he has put people over. Mm-hmm. Put MJF over. He put Darby over.
3: Put Brady. He did Lee over. He didn't win the Revolution match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the story of the Revolution match, but Scorpio yeah, Sky so won it. He did kind of win. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. No, you're right. He does. He puts people over. Um, it's just no matter what. Here's the, the here's the difference. Triple H made sure he won and he made sure the story was all about him. Cody just makes sure the story's all about him. But he does put other people over. He took himself out of the title scene. Um, so is it a lull? Cody wins thing? I don't really I don't really put it there. It's just more of like, you know, Cody's going to be Cody.
2: Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
4: Nick Bartlett, instead of going to Raw, should Finn finally get his match against Walter? That was supposed to happen last year. Yes, that'd be great.
3: I would love that. That'd be awesome. I'd love for that to happen. Should happen kinda, next.
4: Yeah, we kind of answered this question already. Carlos, who do you think will be Britt's first defense?
3: I mean, we'll there is, It's it's choice. yeah, when you think about it, it's like, man, they've really done a great job building three people. Sheeta, Britt, and uh, Thunder Rosa. Done a really good job with them. I, it's funny, though, because I can't really think of many others that are like, I mean, there's Statlander, who's like one of the best wrestlers they have, bar yeah. none. Yeah. Um, there's Statlander. Ty Conti is good, but like character-wise, I don't really know where she's at. Um, yeah, I don't really know, like, who else do they even have?
4: Uh, Njwp, who's next to lose their title in AEW? In your opinion, so you who's got in... Kenny with the world title. You got Miro with TNT title. Young Bucks with the tag belts, and Britt with the women's title. Kenny, Kenny, he'll he'll probably lose it later this summer.
3: Kenny's fortunes, I think, are probably tied to the Bucks, so I could see it being like on the same pay per view. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. all lose their titles. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless the idea is Kenny's going to be. To, to, to put the stank on him losing the title, they won't lose theirs, but he will lose his. Yeah, could be. Tyler
4: Adcox, uh, who will have the title longer? This is the easy answer. Kenny or Roman? Roman. Roman, Roman, Roman. Unless someone cashes in on him. Roman's going to have that.
3: Roman. For a very long time. Roman. Roman. Roman, right? Very long time. Mr. All right. Dope. So listen, I'm looking at the. Sorry, I'm looking at the women. They have done a good job with uh, Jade Cargill. Um, Mm -hmm. the rankings for the women, yeah, it's the three names that I mentioned, Ty Conti, Nyla Rose, and Red Velvet are all there.
4: Red Velvet's really good.
3: Red Velvet is really good. And she's at a, she has like a six and one record right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I could see her being somebody that Britt Baker could spend a couple, maybe a couple months with as they build up somebody else for her. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Mr. dope says it's not a question but Orange Cassidy should have won man you
3: know I I understand that they're trying to tell a story with Kenny and, and that would have gotten in the way with they that would have gotten in the way but that crowd would have exploded and he still could have had hey Friday night you want people to tune in have Kenny have bully rematch. his way into a rematch and take the title back and there's some heat but mm-hmm. man. I don't know, man. I'm telling you. Go back and watch some Attitude Era. See how they did it back then. Unpredictable, Unpredictable. shock. But not shock like me. Russo. You don't need Russo shock. No. Just, you know, Russo tempered by Vince McMahon shock. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anna uh, Jay's going to be a big deal when she comes back.
4: Yeah. I don't know how, how soon she is.
3: I, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a while. Who mentioned this? Somebody mentioned this here in chat. Quote the Raven mentioned that in chat. That's the only reason I bring it up.
4: Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh let's see here.
3: On the women's roster, we've got Abaddon. Um let's see here. Uh, I mean it'd be cool for a name to come over that was in the in the tournament like an Emmy Sakura. That'd be that'd be that'd be rad to see challenge Britt Baker. Cause man, those matches would be killer. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. I'm just looking for I mean, even somebody younger like a Layla Hirsch, you know. Mm-hmm. Or you run like a Serena Deeb. Brit Baker, champion versus champion thing. Oh, that'd be good. But otherwise, yeah, good. they gotta they gotta start building some of these names a little bit more.
4: Yep. Yep. Uh, we can end on this one. Okay. Patrick Sparks wants us to power rank the matches from Double or Nothing.
3: Okay, so we got ten of them. Yeah. Um, do 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 do. Was your ten for the win? That's good. Uh huh. Let me get. I gotta find a pen. over I always lose my pens. I never know what happens to my pens. I always go missing. All right, let's see here. All right, hold on a second. Let's do this. Uh, Okay, so I clearly know what my number 10 is. Uh, I know what my number 1 is. I know what my number two is. Uh, My number three, I think I know what my number nine is. My number three is this one. I know, let's see, one, two, three, ten, nine. I know what my eight is. Uh, So I got six so far. Uh, Let's see here. What am I missing? Um... I'll put this next, so I've got three left. What am I missing here? I got that, what am I missing? I got the women's match, I got Sting, I got Young Bucks, I got uh, the op- the kickoff match, oh, Casino bet. uh Yeah, I'll put this here, I actually like that. But, eh. Yes, we'll put Put this here. here. We got the casino Oof. battle. Okay, I'm missing two matches. The women's match, Sting, Young Bucks, Deeb, Omega, the casino battle royal. Got Miro's, we got Cody's. What am I missing? Oh, hang. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's fine. That was. That's here. Hangman versus. uh, Cage. And then. Oh, yeah. And then Stadium Stampede. That'll go. Okay, I'm good. I'm good to go.
4: All right. Start with your 10.
3: All right. So at number 10, starting from the very bottom, bottom of the heap, could have done without this match. Don't even know why it exists. Don't know why he's still with A.W. Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo. That's my number 10.
4: Same. I got Cody versus Agogo number 10.
3: Next up, uh, just because, like, foregone conclusion featured animal abuse, Miro versus Archer. There wasn't a snake in there. Uh, Number nine for me is Casino
4: Battle Royal. Um, It was cool to see Jungle Boy win, but uh, I feel like there's moments in there they could have milked a little bit better, some stories they could have. Uh, really, uh, uh, uh you know, worked on further than that match. They really didn't. It was I'd, fine.
3: I'd like to know what the pro- what like the the planning process is. WWE is really good at that kind of stuff in the Royal Rumble versus this kind of thing.
4: You remember the the first uh, Battle Royal? They had it all in. How fun that was, and how like stories that we just kind of knew based on what's, what was going on between people and the independents and stuff. How much they played into that. Is all, in, is all
3: In available on the Ring of Honor app? I don't know. Just being I,
4: there live. Remember that first battle really being a lot of fun.
3: All In was a blast. It was a, lot it was fun. a That was probably the best live experience. It's either that or Seth's coming. I mean, Seth's cashing the best live experience moment. But All In was like, man. Such a fun show. That was Such great. So show. my number eight is going to be your number nine. This is a Casino Battle Royal. For all the reasons you listed. Cool to see Jungle Boy win, but yeah. They don't really milk moments that well.
4: Number eight for me: Stadium Stampede. It was all really? right. Really? Okay. It was way too long. Yeah. Like it's fine, but I don't know. The last year's was way better. I thought it had more charm to it. Yeah. I thought it was more creative. Yeah. Um, what the the, the bits they try to be creative here came off as cheesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just didn't do it. It just really it was fine. It just didn't really do it for me.
3: Fair enough. Uh, number seven, ten, nine, eight, seven is going to be the world title match. I hated that finish. <laughs> I, hate I know you did. It. Dude, I was not happy with that finish. I thought you're taking advantage of the lack of rules in a triple threat match. And I know I make the joke that in a no-DQ match, it should be everybody kicking each other in the balls. This proved why that, sh- that it shouldn't be that way. Like They should respect some amount of rules, although the double-X handle of the ref did make me chuckle it was yeah it wasn't like he
4: came out and dropped everybody with the belts like the first 2 minutes this was like 20 minutes into the end of the match Anyways, number 7 for me miro versus archer mm-hmm. uh it had its, it's cool spots um uh, but it, you know it was it was fine mm-hmm. it was fine i like miro
3: a lot uh i like yeah, archer I a lot yeah uh next up six. number 6 i've got hangman versus brian cage it's like solid match uh i like them trying to do each other's finishers uh, Brian Cage teased more of a a face turn, defection from Team Taz, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Same. I got I got Cage versus Page, number six, number
4: five. Who do you got or what do you got?
3: Uh, Serenity versus Riho I thought okay. it was one of the better wrestling matches on the card. Um, I felt for them because they had to deal with the Sun. Uh, kind of you know the predictable outcome, but I mean that can be said about a number of these matches. Yeah, mostly all of them. Really great story being told. Yeah, it was. Uh number five, I got the the title match. I didn't
4: mind the end. I really liked the double axe handle to the ref. Uh Kenny showing off with all his gold. I thought was yeah. solid and him winning by the skin of his teeth. Yeah. Uh solid storytelling. I like the story of, of 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 Kenny uh going after Orange, Orange going after uh Kenny, mm-hmm. and then Pack just wanted to beat Kenny. Mm-hmm. Pack yeah. didn't want Orange casting that match whatsoever. Yeah. It, it created an interesting dynamic. I, I it was a little long,
3: but I I, I really enjoyed that match. Uh, my number four would be Stadium Stampede. Thought it was ambitious. Uh, yeah, it wasn't as good as last year's. I totally agree with that. Um, and a lot of it was corny. But uh, I thought all in all, I was entertained. I I laughed a lot during that match. It was what it was. It was goofy. It was stupid. I liked the bit with the cardboard cutout of Shad Khan. Thought that was funny. So you know, it was goofy ass fun. Jericho, I always like Jericho.
4: Uh, number four, I got Deeb versus Riho. Just a really solid wrestling match. Told a good story. Yeah, it did uh, and a heck of a performance, considering they were, you know, had to deal with the the rays of the sun bearing down on them the entire match. It was had to make it pretty damn difficult. It was brutal
3: to pull that off, and they did wonderfully. All right, man. Time for our top three. All right, my number three is the Young Bucks versus Mox and Kingston. Uh, I thought this was wild fun. I thought the Young Bucks. I thought Nick looking like a completely different human being was hilarious and great. I love his beard. It looks amazing on him. Um, their shoes were great. Their style was awesome. It was brutal. It was physical. Kingston didn't eat the pin. Mox ate four BTE triggers to, to eat the pin, which was awesome. Uh, thought it was just a terrific match. Really loved it.
4: Yeah. Number three, I got Sting and Darby versus Scorpio Sky. Ethan Page. Tons of fun. Uh, this match mostly got by on the on the Charm of Sting doing stuff you didn't think he would, he would be able to do mm-hmm. um, Which made it tons of fun uh, I just thought the, that my final two matches Were stronger in terms of story being Told so on and so forth So number three Sting and Darby Versus Ethan Page and Scorpio
3: Sky Everything you said about uh, Sting And Darby Allen brought it to my number two spot uh, I am taking. Well, I I do prefer the charm of a 62 year old man doing it, trying to code red, no selling a suplex on a stage and doing a fun splash off poker chips and take, taking off that shirt. Man, that was rad. So that the charm of that is what pro wrestling is for me. Uh, that's why I landed it so high. Number two. What's your number two? Uh, Britt Baker versus Hikaru Shida. Wow. So the Young Bucks mocks your number one match. It was a great match. It was a it great was a really match. It was really good. It was yeah. really
4: good. Yeah. Britt versus, and this is this is by the slimmest of margins. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I thought Britt versus Shida was great, hard hitting, physical. All those false finishes down the stretch were great because, you know, we were both pretty sure Britt was going to win, but the way the match was put together and their performances, a lot of those near falls, uh, that Shida got towards the end, you were like, this could do it.
3: Yeah. It yeah. Did build yeah. the
4: excitement. So, uh, yeah. Number two
3: in my fantasy book video. I was, I was like, man, go with Sheeta, go with Sheeta." Like Brit is fine. Brit is fine without the title. Like she could go another year without it and maintain her relevancy. She's so good. Um, but I'm glad, I'm glad they did pull the trigger on yeah. it. That was mine. That was my number one. It's just, uh, I thought that was a wonderful match. I love the, uh, you know, the title being on the line. It felt like a real fight. All those great false finishes. I was most heavily emotionally invested in that match. That's why I landed me at number one. Uh, I got the Young
4: Bucks versus Mox and Eddie at number one. Uh Young Bucks wrestled in off-white Jordan 1s um, after losing their Dior Jordan 1s. Yeah. And I found out, you know, th- there was like words and stuff on the Young Bucks gear. Mm, yeah. It was all like what off-white uh, Virgil Abloh does in this design. Just stuff quotations mm-hmm. and yeah. like the stamp he has on the inside of his shoes they had there in their jackets. Nice little details, but the story being told, the match I thought was pretty great. Eddie didn't eat the pin, Mox did. Um, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was a really fun bout. So I, it earned number one spot in my book. And it kind of had a little bit of everything. Yeah. The match I had am. a little bit of everything in it. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: I like the only one that we really like sort of uh, differ on, I think, is Stadium Stampede. I love that you yeah. just ran it down. That was great. Anyways, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, hang out with us tonight for our raw review. We're going to need some company to keep us happy. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning. I appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.
4: Bye.
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app